when one purchases a new home, rents an apartment, makes an extension on their house, so typically they will call their Rav down to their home and ask him to show them which rooms need a mezuzah, which doorways are considered doorways, and all that. So a, an experienced Rav will come with a tape measure, and he'll be busy measuring how wide, how long the rooms are in order to, to figure out, are they chayv in mezuzah? And the question is, what is this minimum shear? The Pasuk says, it has to be a, a bias considered a room. What exactly is the minimum shear for a room? So if you look at the Gemara in Sukkah, the Gemara in Sukkah is trying to figure out what's considered a dira. A dira for Sukkah, Sukkah says, in Sukkah it says, Teishu, you have to live there. So what, what exactly is the minimum share? So over there, the Gemara in Sukkah says, you need to have seven tfachim by seven tfachim. If you have seven tfachim, which is a very small amount, that's considered a chiv in a Sukkah. The Gemara over there asks the kasha from mezuzah, and the apparent answer is that by Sukkah, Sukkah is a diras aray. It's only for seven days. We know that Sukkah is not supposed to be keva. It's supposed to be a temporary dwelling. So there is a smaller share for a few days. You'll squeeze into a small, a small place. But when it comes to mezuzah, it says besecha. So by mezuzah, it needs to be a, a real dira, a place where people could live. So there the shear is, the minimum size has to be four by four amas. So when a rub is measuring, he's measuring dollar by dollar amas. If the room has the area four by four amas, so then we say that's considered a dira. If it does not have that size, it is not considered a dira. So what exactly is an amas? You have three classic, three different opinions. What an amas is, either 18.9 inches, 21 and a quarter inches, 24 inches, different measurements of how much an ama is. So perhaps if one is renting, there's a question of a, a dirabanan. So maybe there'll be more makel. I once had a Rebbe, he told me that he purchased the home that he used to rent. He, he rented a home for many years. Then he ended up buying it. So he said when he bought it, he went back into all his, uh, looking at all his mezuzahs to make sure he did everything correct. He said when I rented it, it was only uh, an obligation of a dirabanan. So he could rely on different kulos. Or when there's a machlekes, we could be makel. Suffolk, it could be makel. Now that I own it, it's a derice. I got to go uh, look at every single door just to make sure I made the, the correct decision according to all the opinions. So in practical terms, what is the size that we're looking for? So the smallest shear is 6.3 feet would be daoramas. So when you're measuring, if it's less than 6 feet, it's not even a question. Once it's above 6 feet, meaning 6 by 6, so then you have to start figuring out which size do we consider Dalai Lama. I think in America, most of the Rabbanim will go with Ramosha Shear or something along those lines, which is about 21 to 22 inches per ama. So it's a little more than seven feet. But if you're under seven feet, by seven feet, they will say that this room does not require a mezuzah. That's the uh, that's the and Aruch. Now, there's an interesting machlekes in the Rishinim. When we say dollar by Dalai which is basically 16 amas square. So... What is 16 square amas? So what if it's not a perfect square? What if it's rectangular shape, a circle, a triangle? Not, you know, most homes are not, most rooms are not a perfect square. What about a closet? A closet is not going to be a perfect square. Is that considered, is that still considered a base dira? So most price can say it doesn't have to be a perfect square. There's one opinion that reads the Rambam that it has to be a perfect square. But there's another question. What if it's not, what if it's 16 square feet, but it's not a square? Meaning it's, let's say it's two by eight. So you have two, two, two amas wide, 
and eight amas long. So is that considered a a uh, dollar by dollar? So this is Machlekes in the Shulchan Aruch. It's a Machlekes. The Shach says because the rush holds that it needs to be at least dollar by dollar and not two by two by uh, two by eight or other calculations of getting 16 square amas. It has to at least be four amas by four amas. Therefore, halach if it's less than that, even if the total area will be more than 16 amas, we will not make a bracha on a mezuzah unless you have at least dollar by dollar, dollar going one way and dollar the other way. You need four, uh, 16 square amas and, and at least getting seven feet in each direction. <clears throat> There's a very interesting question, and this you'll see different opinions. You know, when you go into people's homes, whether you're a guest there, or you purchase a home, or you go to in-laws, parents, you will see, definitely with different communities, and even within the same community, that people are following different opinions in halacha, and it's very apparent by mezuzah. When it comes to other things, it's very very difficult. How do you know what people hold? Six hours, five hours after waiting for flesh's milchas, but this, you go to someone's home, you clearly see the mezuzahs on their, on their doorpost. You see exactly you know, which rub they asked. So sometimes you could be in a community we'll have people having different uh, different opinions. You could have from one room, one, one home to the next home, different way of putting mezuzahs. You hope that within the same home, the, the person asked his rub all those questions. Otherwise, you could literally have a room where it doesn't fit any opinion because one rub looked at one door and the other rub looked at the other door and they each had a different opinion. So definitely within one, one, one's own home, they should be consistent. Okay, but one of the machleksim is the following. One of the points of, of, uh, of dispute is when we say it has to be a certain share, four amas by four amas, what if there's items there that don't allow you to walk? What if you have a, a washing machine, a, uh, a dryer, counters, cabinets? So are those included in the measurement of dollar by dollar? So there is, it's brought down from the Chazanish, I didn't see it inside, that the Chazanish discussed a, uh, a factory. We have large pieces of equipment, and there's not enough, 16, there, there isn't 16 amas of walking space, and he was makel. He said that that is not considered a base dira, that does not have the minimum share for for the dollar by dollar amas. The Yaskil Avdi, Rav Ovadia he has a chuva, I think it's in Chelek Tess, he says that anything that you do not move, that's, that's stationary, which would be an oven, counters, cabinets, so those are not included in the measurement of a dollar by dollar. I heard Rabbi Willig Shlita from YU is Mako like that, and my Rabbi Rabbi Reisman also looking at my notes when we learned mezuzah in uh, in uh, in uh, in when we learned Hilchos mezuzah that was his psak. His psak was that when you go to a kitchen, many kitchens are are not necessarily chayev in mezuzah. If you have a small kitchen and you have your cabinets and counters, you can't walk there. So he said that that would not be included in the dollar by dollar amas, that would not be considered a base dira. I just want to point out, there are those that argue, the Sheva Talevi Rav Vazner, Setzal has a tshuva and he is machmer, he says that anything that serves the base dira, it's not like you have a random thing there. The, the cabinets are there to serve the kitchen, so it's part of the base dira. So you are using it. You're using every, every you're using 16 square amas as opposed to, let's say you have something there which is, someone just, put something there, you have a pipe going through which doesn't lead to anywhere, you have a beam that doesn't really support anything, something there that's blocking the walking space, but it's not directly aiding your use of the kitchen, your use of the room, so then he said that would not be included, but 
a kitchen, uh, let's say you have a laundry room and you have your your, wash, your, your your washer, dryer, that would all be included in the dollar. And you got to measure all that. So depending on your rav, you will have a different opinion. If you have a smaller room and it, it's going to make a difference if you calculate the washer, the dryer, so you're going to have two different opinions in halacha. Okay, there's another opinion in halacha, which again, this this also will will, will play itself out in the different paiskim. There is an example in in Chayshem Mishpat and in Erevin. That, that when it comes to, I'll give you the example of Erevin first. When it comes to Erevin, there's a halacha of a Tchum Shabbos that one is not allowed to leave his city. If you go beyond 2,000 Amis outside your city, there's an issue of going outside the Tchum, going outside your domain on Shabbos. Now, what's considered the city? So whatever there's, there are still houses on the, on the road, so that's all connected to the city. But what if there's 120 feet or 70 Amis between house to house? Then already we say that is not considered part of the city. What if you have a small little house? It's called a Borgenin. A Borgenin was a small little hut. So although, in order to be considered a base dira, the Gemara says it has to have dollar by dollar amas. For some reason, a, a, the Borgenin did not need dollar by dollar amas. It was some type of watch uh, where people would sit, sit there and watch the field, watch something, like a, like a, a toll booth before they had cashless uh, tolls. So there used to be toll booths. We'll be able to tell our children. Maybe some states still have it, where you have people sitting there taking cash. I know they still have uh, in New Jersey. There are some places that still that still take cash, and you, the guy sitting there, it's less than dollar by dollar. But since the Gemara says since that's the typical setup of that home, then we do not need a dollar by dollar. Dollar by dollar is a general guideline of how we what we what we consider a base dira. But if something is is typically um, made that it's not dollar by dollar. An example would be a closet. So then you don't need dollar by dollar. Dollar by dollar is only to tell me that it's considered a base dira. But if it anyways a base dira, then we do not need dollar by dollar. Similar halachas in Chosh Mishpah. In Chosh Mishpah, there's a discussion about shutfin. You have partners when they split things. There are a lot of halachas when it comes to uh, when when partners are splitting, splitting items. So one of the examples not to get too detailed, is you, you shouldn't be splitting things that are less than dollar by dollar amas because there's nothing, there's no real value to give to, to you can't force your shutif to split it because it will lose its value now that the home is less than dollar by dollar. But if you have a bargain in, you have one of these homes which is less than dollar by dollar, so that would be considered a hush of a thing. So the chamudi daniel, paskins, that whenever you have a walk-in closet or you have these types of small homes, even though it's less than dollar by dollar, still, since that's the typical uh, way it's it's built, it's chayv mezuzah. And he brings a raya from a common custom. So if you go to Brooklyn, now the Chamudah did not live in Brooklyn, he lived uh, 400 years ago, but if you go to Brooklyn, you'll see that many of the homes, they have, when you walk in, there's two doors. There's the front door, and then when you walk in, there's a small little area where there's maybe there's a mat, or maybe there's a place to put your shoes, and there's a small little coat closet, and then there's a next door, typically, and and that door leads into the living room, dining room area, whatever. Many homes have that. Even the big, larger homes in Brooklyn, that's the way they're typically built. And the question is, everyone's very busy about their front door mezuzah, but hold on a second. The front door is leading to a small little room. That room is not dollar by dollar amas. So you see, even though there's no, doesn't have 16 square amas, we still put a mezuzah there. So it must be because that's the typical way. The typical room is is made less than dollar by dollar, and that's why we're chayv mezuzah. That's a very good taina. It says, therefore, we should be chayv mezuzah whenever it's the typical way it's built, 
including a, you have a small garage, you have a small shed, you have a small laundry room. If that's the way it's typically made, according to the Hamudi Daniel, you would be chayiv mezuzah. So there are those Paiskin that are choshish for this, and they in fact do tell their uh, mespalim, they tell their the people that ask them that you should put a mezuzah even on these smaller rooms to be choshish for the shita of the Hamudi Daniel. So well, maybe a different time we'll get to how we answer the Hamud Daniel's question, but it's a very good question. Why do we put a mezuzah on the front door if you live in Brooklyn when it's just leading into a very small room? There's another shita of Rabbi Kivager. We'll go a little over time today, I apologize. Rabbi Kivager says that, let's say the room is less than dollar by dollar. You have a closet. So, uh, fine, you're not going to put a mezuzah going into that room because that room is putter from mezuzah because it's not the minimum shear. You should put that mezuzah coming out of the room on the way out. Since the closet is not considered a room, we should consider it avir, as ear. So imagine you leave your home. When you come back in, you have to have mezuzah on the right side. So Rabbi Kivega learns that every closet or every room that's putter from mezuzah is in fact an entrance to your home and it needs a mezuzah going back the other way. So if you go to people's homes, different areas, you will see that there are certain paiskim that told them to put a mezuzah on their closets coming back in to their room. So it looks odd. You're like, where's this? There used to be a room here. What's going on here? But you realize that they're going with the Psak of Rabbi Kivager. So there are those places that are machmer. If you go to the atrium hall of Muncie, I'm pretty sure this is the way, this is how I remember it, that when you get out of the elevator, there's a mezuzah going into the hall. So there's a whole discussion, do I put mezuzahs on elevators? But here, the mezuzah is coming back from the elevator into the lobby of the hall. Why is that? So I'm, I'm assuming they're going with this psaac of Rabbi Kivager that the elevator is not high of mezuzah for whatever reason. We'll get to it at a different time. But it should be considered another entrance from space, from elevator to the hall. So this entrance requires a mezuzah going into the hall. That is the sheet of Rabbi Kivager, and you'll see many places give Mahmer for this. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein in the says, we do not go with the Hamudi Daniel. We do not go with the Rabbi Kivager. Those are, were never accepted the halacha l'maysa, and therefore... Ramosha Feinstein holds this is many of his Tamidin, this is my Rabbi and Rabelski that saw Rabbi Reisman. They always went with this sock of Ramosha Feinstein that one, if it's not dollar by dollar Ramos, you do not put a mezuzah going in, coming out. Ramosha says, I'll bring you a great raya. According to Rabbi Kivager, why don't we put a mezuzah on the bathroom coming out? Meaning, the bathroom, you can't put a mezuzah on, on the inside because it's putter from mezuzah. It's, it's not a it's not base official cover. That's next year. But so fine, let it be like another entrance to my home from the bathroom. Nobody ever did that. So most people do not paskin like Rabbi Kivager. So there's a way to answer Rabbi Kivager, but we'll get to that at a different time. Just wanted to point out the minog amongst the many Maria Hara in America is simply dal by dal. If it doesn't have dal by dal, it is putter from mezuzah.